Logan. What? It was like two seconds. I didn't even notice that it was him until he had already passed me. All I registered was that it was him, said Mel. But did he seem, like, sad or anything? I asked her. Or disoriented at all? I don't know. It was two seconds. Just try to remember anything. I guess he could have been sort of frowning, she said. Yeah, his lips must have looked extra tiny, because as I passed him, I was like, did that guy even have a mouth? What do you mean by extra? I asked. He has the smallest lips I've ever seen on anyone in my whole life, said Mel, including babies. Maybe that's why he can't communicate, said Logan. Okay, I said. This is all beside the point, which is that unless something terrible happened last night, which is something I personally believe is a very real possibility, Keith is alive and presumably with free will, choosing not to respond to my texts. I just don't see how that could be it, said Mel. Why, said Logan. It happens all the time. I groaned. Look, he's weak, said Logan. Like all guys, he's just lucky we're not living in the Stone Age. He'd never be able to provide for you. I can't believe you of all people would suggest Harriet couldn't take care of herself in the Stone Age, said Mel. Yeah, I said. I'm self-reliant. You definitely couldn't prepare your own food, Logan said. That's fair, I said, crossing my arms on the table in front of me and burying my head in the crook of my elbow. All I'm saying is that if you're going to willingly participate in our society's regressive mating rituals, the partner you select should at least bring some survival skills to the table, she continued. Keith has no useful skills. He's a philosophy major. I didn't select him, I said into my elbow. I just want to make out with him again. Read us your last message again, said Mel. I sat up and very slowly turned my phone over onto its back. I unlocked the screen carefully, like either it or I could explode at the slightest wrong touch, and pressed Keith. 1.22 a.m., technically earlier today, I said. I sighed. I wrote, hey. I remember thinking four whys is a good, not crazy amount of whys. Hey, am I going to see you this weekend? W-K-N-D, to be casual, I said. Right, said Mel. Totally the right vibe. I'm worried it was a little too direct, I said, reading it over again to myself. Maybe I shouldn't have framed it as a question. Maybe I should have only used three whys. In daylight, four whys looked weird. The more I looked at the word, the more it started to look like a bug, like a disgusting centipede. I put my head back down in my arms. Don't worry about that, seriously, said Mel. At some point, you had to say you wanted to hang out again, because otherwise, he might have thought, like, maybe she doesn't like me anymore. You guys were, like, going out. You're allowed to say you like him. It doesn't seem like that's true, I said. He didn't say anything, 
said Logan. No, I said. I sat back up, checking to see if anything had come in, silently somehow, in the last ten seconds. No, I said again. I'm telling you, said Logan. Weak. I don't know what to do, I said. I guess that's it? Well, said Mel, what would Emma say? I thought about it for a second. Emma was no nonsense. She had zero patience for anyone's bullshit and would find Keith's tepidity repugnant. Emma told the people who wrote to her asking for advice to have a backbone for once in their sorry lives, and I knew she'd say the same thing to me. I knew this because Emma was me. To everyone else at school, she was a pseudonymous sage with a weekly column in the student.